All right, welcome back to Crossing the Line. Um, so sorry we missed last week, but Eric, you were hunting in Montana, right? Big sky country. Sky country. But <laughs> yep. hey, you, you got a nice uh, right. a nice buck going on, so it was worth it. Yeah, it was well it was worth, worth it. it. It was well so, worth it. And yeah, sorry to the listeners. I, I'm, I'm guessing your week was just about as good as mine was, yeah, betting-wise. It was absolutely <laughs> horrendous. Without, without our pointers. Oh yeah, right. Exactly. So I probably should have just stuck away from betting anything, but I didn't didn't do the best. I can say that. Um, but we had obviously <laughs> just some good football games going on. And, um, you know, obviously we are back in action um, and I don't think that we're going to miss another week. So we are. Yeah. The, the plan is to go all the way through the regular season. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, recording this on Thursday night, uh, the 19th of November during the, uh, Seattle, Arizona game. Um, and Seattle just scored DK Metcalf. They got opened hey, it up. Talk about a freaking stallion, a stud DK is going off. What a freak. Absolutely. But how about these jerseys, the highlighters, the color rush? I mean, you, you can't, you can't not love this on, on Thursday, right? I wish they'd go all highlighter. Oh, honestly, I, I don't think I could watch. Like, ultimate. I don't I don't like the I don't like the the both. It's e- it's either one or the one other. Or the other. Um, so obviously, mm-hmm. we're not gonna discuss this game since it's already going on. Um, but but let's let's just disclose our pick yes, here. Absolutely. Um, so we did make the pick earlier, like. Taylor said we are locked in on this already since the game is going. Um, model has it uh, 28-27 Arizona. Um, this uh, So Arizona to cover one point at 52%. So that is trusted. And then uh, the over-under then being uh, 55 and a half at 65%. Um, we did go against the model on uh, – the over under, but we did stick with it on the spread. So we have Arizona plus three, um, and then went with the under. We're supposed to get a little bit of rain over yep. there. I said we we're not supposed to be. They're supposed to get rain right over in Seattle. Hey, it's rainy Seattle. It's a Thursday night. Russell Wilson. Uh, it's a, again a great NFC West matchup. Um, Kyler versus Russell. So I'm excited for this game. You know, obviously we are taping during it. So if we get a little excited. Uh, about Arizona scoring, um, we obviously need them to cover for us to win. <laughs> we, we need them to cover. We need them to cover, but also not score too exactly. many points. So hopefully the rain starts going down, <laughs> um, you know, pretty pretty heavily, and you know, to a low scoring. The under, yeah. The under is fifty seven, yes. which is a kind of a lot of points, like to be honest. So it, that is a lot. I mean, not too many games have gone over, you know, like sixty this year, but. Hopefully the rain starts soon. Uh, obviously that DK Metcalf touchdown didn't really help us, but a lot of game left and hopefully it's right. a boring game. Let's <laughs> Russ not cook. Let's have him burn, burn, burn the yep. meal. So burn the um, kitchen, burn the I whole think, kitchen. You know, even just looking at the Sunday slate. So we'll dive right into it. I think we have some good matchups, some weird, weird matchups, but I think now is the time, you know, for like playoff implications. Like people, 
uh, and teams I think are really going to throttle down and and start playing, you know, with with some cojones. And I'm I'm honestly yeah, so excited. Should, yeah, we should really kind of know a little better, you know, who these teams are, what to expect. You know, there is some, there's a couple outliers where you know you don't really know what you're going to expect out of some teams. Um, but for the most part, I would say betting should get. I I don't want to say easier. The confidence should yes. be up. That doesn't mean you're going to hit, but the confidence should be up on taking uh, you know some some picks here. And so there's a lot. Yeah, get in, get into it. A lot of teams that are almost must wins. You know, just to get into the hunt, um, or you know, lock up their division or a wild card spot, anything like that. I just I really do think we're going to get some great football here in the next couple of weeks. Um, so let's go, you know, game number one that we have on Sunday. Uh, we have Cleveland at home hosting Philadelphia. I know, you know, Cleveland, not the best. I, I mean, they're, they're good, but it's they, they – I don't, I don't really know how to feel about Cleveland. They're, you know, kind of a mediocre team. Philly obviously has had some struggles um, with the quarterback position, their offense. Their defense is still pretty good. But um, I think this game is honestly going to be going to be a pretty good one for um, not only the NFC East and seeing if Philly can kind of run away with that. Um, not saying that's a hard task at all. I mean, I think a, a high school team could you know maybe win the NFC East. But then again, Cleveland uh, in that that AFC North, I believe that that division is kind of a, a wagon. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said before about teams being kind of solidified for, you know, their identity um, and right off the bat, these are, you know, two teams that you don't really know what to expect. Uh, Cleveland, <clears throat> excuse me, the last uh, two games, I think, or last two games at home anyway, have been just absolutely horrendous weather. And it was the first couple games uh, that uh, Baker Mayfield didn't have uh, OBJ as a weapon. So you don't really know really what to expect out of Cleveland's offense. Like you said, their defense is pretty good. Um, and then Philadelphia, wow. I mean, talk about a team where, like, you really don't know. Like, they gave they gave Pittsburgh a run for their money. You know, they lost pretty big toward the end there. But, I mean, for three quarters of the game, it was pretty damn close. And, uh, you know, I just don't know what to expect out of this, this Philly team. But – um, so, so this, this game is a little kind of crazy. I did look at the weather. It's supposed to be pretty clear in Cleveland that obviously could change. Um, but, uh, um, a couple nuggets for this, uh, Philadelphia is five and zero straight up in its last five games against Cleveland. So they've owned Cleveland here, um, you know, for the last five games anyway. Um, but, Cleveland is four and one straight up in the last five games at home. So little, little uh, crazy there. Um, and the total has gone over in six of Philadelphia's last eight games on the road. Um, so that being said, we'll get into the model here. Uh, the model has Cleveland uh, 27, 22 to Philadelphia. So Cleveland um, covering, I know it sounds weird, but uh, some decimals have it Cleveland minus four, um, where the, the total points are rounded and then the uh, the spread goes and gets into the decimal. So Cleveland covering four points is a, is a safe play there, but only a 31% confidence. And then 
the over under at 49 and a half at 34%. So even the model says <laughs> probably stay away from this game. Um, that being said, I do like Philadelphia at uh, plus three. It is right now. Um, earlier it was plus three and a half. I liked a little even, even better. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think I might tease that to, to three and a half. I think that they, they get on the right track here, get back on track and uh, you know, play a, play a sting, stingy game um, against, uh, against the Cleveland defense here. That is good, but uh, does have some holes. Absolutely. So. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, Miles Sanders, the back for Philly, he's back in action. Uh, I think this is going to be a very run-heavy game, you know, depending on, again, the weather. It could change uh, if it does, you know, obviously rain in, you know, the the dumpster that is Cleveland. But also, too, I did, you know, kind of do a little bit of digging on this game. And, you know, Miles Garrett got sent home today. They had some, co they had some players on Cleveland um, that are kind of on the COVID reserve list that might not play. Their offensive line is still shaky. I know a couple guys came uh, back last week that were injured, but now they're questionable to, to even play. So I honestly, I love um, the Philly at plus three and a half. I'm definitely going to buy that half a point. And I really do think uh, the under hits here, you know, with uh, the confidence in our model at only 34% of hitting 49 and it's at 47 and a half. So I definitely think that the under will take this game by storm. Get it? Because it was raining there like the last two games. <laughs> Great one. Thank you. Thank you. I should don't <laughs> don't do stand up. I should stay at my day job. Um. So I guess Eric, do you have you know just Philly three? Are you gonna do three and a half? And then are you also gonna take the under? Yeah. Um. Just because I got burned last week. Um. Uh. With Washington covering three points and it pushed. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna buy that. Um, I'm gonna tease it with that half yep. point, and then I'll. Then I do like the under. If it is, however, clear skies, I might wait for that under because if it's clear, um, you know that Cleveland offense is dangerous. It can be, and if uh, they finally get get some good weather to to really sling the ball and uh, and run all over Philadelphia, um, which they can do, um, they, you know that over might uh, might right. hit. So I, I I might wait on that that over okay. under. Perfect, perfect. But I think we're both solid on on Philly, um, at at least three and a half. And I definitely got burned by Washington um, playing Detroit that that did push. So um, I'm taking Philly three and a half as well. Yep. And I, Philly's used to uh, playing outside in some in some tough weather too. So I mean, even if the weather's uh, pretty shitty. Um, I think Philadelphia plays right. a plays a competitive game and and covers right. that. I think the the run heavy offenses on on both sides of the ball are going to be going to be a, a, again a really really good test to see what defense basically shows up more. Um, defense wins games, but I'm pushing for Philly. All righty, next one we got here on our list is New Orleans um, at home versus Atlanta. So with this game, um, again, no Drew Brees. He punctured a lung, broke some ribs. I mean, like, poor guy. I mean, he's, what, 55 years old, still slinging the ball um, with uh, a rubber band basically holding on his, you know, shoulder together. But we finally get Jameis Winston 
um, in New Orleans, maybe Taysom Hill a little bit. But I'm so uncertain now of this New Orleans offense. I saw, too, today that Alvin Kamara was held out of practice um, with his foot. So that's just another. Yeah, I would I would guess I would guess they're just resting him for the game. They're going to need him quite a bit. But, yeah, something to watch, definitely. Absolutely. And also for your fantasy players, uh, on the ESPN platform, Taysom Hill is considered a tight end for this there, game. I did not know that. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So if you uh, you're feeling lucky, I don't. I doubt they're going to disclose. You know how much they're going to use Taysom Hill. Um, you know, outside of being a starting quarterback, if they if they list him as a starting quarterback, I think ESPN switches them to just being quarterback eligible, not that tight end position. But I think that the unknown with Taysom Hill, they they're allowing us to put put him in on a tight end spot. So something to something to watch here. A little little sneaky play if you if you uh, if you need him. Absolutely, them. which is awesome. So. Um, what we got with our breakdown for this game, and I know that the outlier too of you know these scores being with Drew Brees um, is New Orleans to cover six points um, at only a forty percent um, kind of range or um, confidence level that we have. So New Orleans minus six at forty percent, and then the total is at fifty four. Um, with a 51% confidence rating of it going over. The line that I have here is New Orleans is favored at four and a half with the total at 50 and a half. So Eric, what are your thoughts on this? Um, Do you like any of these teams? Um, So because Drew Brees is out, I do expect New Orleans to struggle a little bit. Um, And because the model uh, you know, does have New Orleans to cover six, but only at a 40% confidence. Um, and then also know, noting that Atlanta is seven and one at the spread in the last eight games on the road. Um, I'm going to take Atlanta as my dog of the week here, and I'm going to take them at uh, plus four and a half. Uh, right now it is, it did move to plus four or did drop to plus four. Um, I'm going to tease that to plus four and a half and take that for Atlanta to cover this game. I, I was kind of debating doing the exact same because I think there's so much uncertainty around Jameis Winston. Um, you know, even Taysom Hill, they don't even, well, I would assume they know who their you know starter might be, but I just, you know, you don't know what quarterback is. If Jameis is the starter of what you're going to get with him, is it going to be, um, a three touchdown, you know, two interception, or is it going to be a four interception, zero touchdown game? I just don't know, especially now too that Alvin um, is a, he was a very limited practice member with his foot injury. So I honestly I wrote down no bet, Taylor, no bet. So <laughs> I uh, Taylor I'm, no I'm balls. Going with, rather. I'm going with my gut here. <laughs> Taylor no balls. No, well, and that's <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I Obviously, too, you know, with this being a pretty NFC South, um, you know, conference game, it's pretty important. I think before New Orleans could be could be smart, could be smart. So Taylor, big, big, big brains, no big balls. Big brains, no oh. balls. Um, <laughs> just waiting till my other picks, man. I got, I, I got some doozies. So, um, um, it, and also for the over under, um, the total has gone under in five of the last six games against these two opponents, um. So I did see earlier today that it was at 50 and a half. 
um, where I would, you know, easily, I wanted to take an easy over, but it moved up to, it's at 52 right now. And I kind of want to take the under actually on this one. Right. And I think that would be a, a pretty solid play as well. I'm going to question mark that one. I just, I'm going to wait to see who's playing, who's starting, um, you know, wait maybe until that Sunday morning, Sunday, uh, you know, late, uh, late morning, just to kind of lock that, that under in. But if it keeps creeping up, I'm definitely going to take the under. Um, if we do get points that, you know, obviously that could benefit us. So are you going to take then Atlanta four and a half and the under if it keeps creeping up? Um, yeah. And I don't know if it's going to go through 52. Um, but I think if it stays at 52, I, I kind of like the under there. Okay, perfect. So, um, I'll probably, you know, just check back in. I'm going to stay away from any spreads on this one, uh, but possibly the under for me. All righty. Next one we got is Washington at home versus Cincinnati. So um, our, you know, kind of model and our pick here is we do have Washington winning by just one point at only a 45% confidence rating. And honestly, from my gut, I, I could honestly say that either team could, could win this game. So it's, to me, a, a toss-up, really. Okay. I uh... – I like Cincinnati here. Um, Cincinnati is six and two at the spread in the last eight games. Um, and Washington is only uh, um, two, five and one in its last games at the spread. Um, so, you know, with, you know, our model showing Washington over only to cover one point, um, I, I think this is kind of a, a, I wouldn't say too sneaky of a pick, but I, I do think that uh, the Bengals get stuff done. They've been roughed up all year. Same with Washington, really, but um, I think that uh, I think that they get the job done there in, in Washington. And I have the line right now um, at, at at least earlier today. It was at Washington again, covering that minus one point. Um, I know. Um, at a time it was, you know, up 1.5. So if I think, Eric, it would be smart if you did want to take Cincinnati to possibly take the money line, um, maybe just a little better odds there if you think they're, they're going to win outright. But, again, you know, Vegas has this at, again, a, a pretty close game. Um, and the over-under total right now um, is at 47 so yep, in the mod in the model showing, I don't know if you mentioned it, but the model was forty is forty seven and a half at a forty six percent confidence. So super close, um, and you know I think with that close game, be, you know being a close game uh, in Vegas's eyes, I I, I want to stay away from this over under. Yep, and I I agree with you there. Um, again, I I don't I, Washington's defense is pretty good. Cincinnati's offense is hit or miss. Um, with you know. Mixon in Cincinnati not playing, I don't believe. I don't know if they officially ruled him out, but uh, he, it, he is. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It, that's such a brutal time, too, because he just signed a, a four-year extension earlier this year, right before the season even started. But I, again, you know, hopefully Joe Burrow gets it done. Washington's defense, if they can provide the pressure uh, and, you know, sack Joe Burrow, which he gets hit like 14 times a game anyway. 
Um, and then again with Washington's offense, they're they're on their what third string quarterback um, with there is Alex Smith. Alex Smith, right? And he, I mean, he did sling the ball late against Detroit, uh, but Cincinnati's defense is again, you know, it's mediocre at best. So I'm personally staying away from this game in a overall sense. Yeah, and but just to go off of the Joe Mixon, you you happen to be talking to a uh, a two team Joe Mixon fantasy owner. Um, so talk about a second round bust Absolutely. this year. Absolutely. <laughs> I have him, I think, on two. So no, all about it. <laughs> I think I have him on two of my leagues too, and it's just been a bummer. You obviously want to see. Um, again, I would label him as, you know, a top, at least top 10 running back. Um, if not, you know, a top seven running back for not only fantasy, but just overall in the, in the NFL. So it's a bummer that he's not out there and, you know, kind of helping Joe, uh, Burrow, you know, just have some balance more in that offense. So I, again, I don't think that, uh, either of these teams is kind of a lock in my eyes. So I'm going to stay away. You got any final picks? Nope, just uh, Cincinnati money line. Cincinnati money line, love it. Okay, and then next one on our slate for the noon o'clock, the nooner, is going to be Carolina at home, um, hosting Detroit. I, yikes! I probably won't even watch this game or even want to. <laughs> um, so I have um, Carolina. The last time I looked was a point and a half favorites with the over under in the total amount of points at 47 and a half. I don't like this game, uh, especially too with Christian McCaffrey being out no Teddy Bridgewater potentially. I don't think they officially ruled him out. Um, but even Detroit has some bad injuries with Kenny Galladay. Uh, I know Hawkinson, the tight end, he was questionable. Uh, DeAndre Swift is on concussion protocol, I believe. I don't know if Matt – So he's yeah, very I, questionable. And I don't know if Matt Stafford, too, is somewhat injured, and he's questionable. So the the whole – basically, you know, all the superstars on both sides of the, of the ball and both sides of the team is questionable. I, I don't like this game either. Don't worry, fans. Or, or listeners, I will have some bets, um, but the <laughs> I, I promise. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. <laughs> um, but I, I again, I think this is a, a pew game. It just stinks out loud, especially you know with these guys being out. And uh, I did want to note too that Carolina is 0 and 5 in their last you know five games, and they really have struggled um, as of late. So I. I don't really know. But who better to take frustration out on than the Detroit Lions? That is true. And, and Carolina also has, I, I would say, faced probably more adversity than a lot of other teams in the NFL. Um, and they're 6-2 they're and two straight up in the last eight games against Detroit. Uh, so that being said, I, I kind of like Carolina money line here. I, I even, you know, obviously, you know, closer to the game, I might wait on this one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to lock it in tonight. I do want to have some more information on this, but um, I, even without Teddy, if, if Teddy Bridgewater water doesn't play and let's say Matt Stafford doesn't play, I would think Carolina has the definite edge there. I just think that all around, they're just a better team. Right. Absolutely. And the backup for Carolina, if Teddy doesn't play is PJ Walker. 
Um, some of you are like, Ooh. oh, I heard of that name. And that was the, uh, what, the AFL, the primetime quarterback. Um, so he did get in a little bit during that Atlanta game, which was a hurricane um, on that Thursday night. And he, he showed some promise. But again, no Christian McCaffrey, you know, the best back in the league, or at least, you know, the, the most productive. But um, even our predictions say that this game is – Almost a pick em, you know, at Carolina um, at a 38% confidence. And then the total at 50.5 with only a 47% confidence. Um, so I would say if, you know, there are any Carolina or Detroit fans to possibly do the under. Um, or, you know, in, in Eric, I think you, you kind of have a good point um, on waiting on this game and possibly taking Carolina money line. Yeah, good. I, I, I'm going to probably stay away from the over-under in, that, in this one. Yeah, just because, too, of the, the whole injuries, and you don't really know what you're getting from, from each team. So I think, yeah, if uh, just waiting on this one, and Eric might take the money line for Carolina at home. All right, man, next one. We got Jacksonville, sunny Jacksonville at home hosting the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, between both before, between both teams, there's 10 wins, and Pittsburgh has nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> the one in eight Jags, yikes. But, however, and I, I want – I think we were even texting um, last week when Green Bay, again, Homer City, um, playing Jacksonville like that, Jacksonville team they did stick around they were you know a little saucy uh, during that entire game at Green Bay but Pittsburgh's defense I think eats this rookie up alive um same agreed I, I, I lock really it in do. I really <laughs> do so right now um Pittsburgh is favored 10 and a half um with the total amount of points at 46 and a half um so I again I think Pittsburgh just shits all over Jacksonville. Um, it's gonna be a mess of a game. I know that you know when we kind of locked in versus a, a Dallas team and starting a rookie that Pittsburgh really didn't show up. Um, but I yeah, think- I was pretty on fire about that um, about the pick. You know, really excited about uh, Pittsburgh. I think it was like fourteen points or something like that for them to cover, and they didn't. I think I think they only won by four points with the with the potential of actually losing the game. I think it went down to the last play of the game. Yeah, and it was just it was just an incomplete pass into the end zone, <laughs> and you know i I was uh, a little shocked, but you know. I guess it, I guess I think I, I wrote that I think I wrote that story by by being so adamant about Pittsburgh. But here I, I don't think that they screw around here. I think that they're, you know, I think they're well deserving of that undefeated uh, record. Um, they're uh, mostly healthy as as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do like Pittsburgh minus ten. I, I see it move to ten and a half. I don't know if you mentioned that. Yep. But. Yep. Yeah, ten and a half, but I, I like ten and a half. Yeah, I, I do. name your price. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We just talked yourself into it, um, but um, also I did have a note there. Um, so I was just doing some a little bit of uh, just a little bit of playing with some numbers here. How many points do you think Jacksonville puts up against Pittsburgh? Like total, like total, total. I 
think Jacksonville scores 13. And okay. I'm going to be a little generous. So, so if, if, so, so this is going into my over under pick here. If Jack, if Pittsburgh can keep Jacksonville from scoring 17 points, if Jacksonville scores 17 points um, and uh, Pittsburgh scores 29 or less, so if they score 29 points and they let Jacksonville score 17, they still cover and that still hits the over, or I mean, sorry, the under at 46 and a half. Now I see, obviously, it went to 46 because I'm talking about it. <laughs> but uh, I do think that they cover, and I think that it's a it's a safe under bet here um, because Pittsburgh is just going to stuff Jacksonville. Right. And uh, another thing, too, and I guess we'll kind of you know revert back to why we're so confident with Pittsburgh uh, in the under is, you know, we have Pittsburgh or the model, Eric, you have Pittsburgh at um, 11 point favorites at a 56% confidence that they will cover that 11. So even 10, 10 and a half, um, I think is going to be a pretty solid pick. And then the total amount of points at 51 um, with a 44% chance of that going over. So again, um, the under does look pretty juicy here as well. So yeah, that fifty that fifty one points, um, all, you know, it's not trusted. Um, so that it is a lot, and that's assuming that Jacksonville scores twenty points against Pittsburgh, and I just don't see that happening. I don't either. I don't either. I, I mean, I said that with Dallas, but mark mark my words. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> So now I'm going to bet the over and I'm going to bet Jacksonville money line. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> side bet. Um, side bet. Um, I'm going to, I might even throw, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I just almost talked myself out of my picks. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh 10 and a half. Um, I also do like the under Eric. You gave a, a really good point. And if Jacksonville scores 17, which I don't see that happening. Um, yeah. And, and their defense is good. So I, I don't think that, Pittsburgh, okay, you know, even a, I think a 10 point win is still stomping on your opponent, you know, in the end, especially in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that they cover, but I don't think that Pittsburgh is going to absolutely run away with it like we've seen in some games. Right. So yeah, I, think, I think, I think that under is a safe play, I, yeah. personally. Yeah. And we're, we're both on the same page there. Um, so we're right. both going to take Pittsburgh 10 and a half and the under and the under. Any more in this game? Uh, um, no, just a nugget though. The total has gone under in four of Jacksonville's last five games against Pittsburgh. So that makes you feel a little better. And because their offense is basically non-existent and they got rid of all of their good players. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, you, you definitely just kind of talked me into now even putting more on it. So thank you. Um, yeah. And don't think Jacksonville is going to cover just because they, covered uh, against the Packers. It was t- such a Packer thing to do to let them feel like they are a, a better team than they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we're nice. It was a Midwest game. Yeah, it's just like, hey, we'll, th- we'll toss you some 20 points here. We um, know you're have. We know you yeah. having a hard year. Ex- Come on in. <laughs> it's cold. It's 40-mile-an-hour winds up here in uh, good old Lambeau. So, hey, you know, Yatter, you, we, we, we'll just spot you a good 20-burger, but we'll, we'll, we'll still win. <laughs> Um, all right man next one we got and honestly um i personally think that this is going to be my game of the week 
at least at least for the AFC playoff picture. So we have Baltimore at home coming off a terrible loss against New England, um, hosting Tennessee. So both teams six and three. Both teams six and three. Again, I think this has high high playoff implications, um, and I'll kind of explain a little bit of my pick and why um, I'm choosing. You know what I am, but we have Baltimore at six point favorite, so minus six, and the total amount of points at forty nine and a half. So Eric, I'll have you kind of run through what uh, your thoughts uh, are on you know this matchup. And you know your picks. Um, yeah. So the total has gone under in five of Tennessee's last five games when playing on the road against Baltimore. Um, and Tennessee is uh, is seven and two straight up in the last nine games on the road. Um, that being said, um, did you go over the model? No, I wasn't I listening to you. No, I didn't. I mean, what's new? <laughs> Who the fuck does this? I'm doing my just doing my research over here quietly. Yeah, um, you're, you're crunching numbers. You're like that Zach Alphanakis meme yeah. where he has all the numbers going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the meme, that meme. I love it. Oh, dude, I fucking love it. <laughs> Veins popping out of my forehead right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not holding in a juicy fart. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so numbers. The, 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 the model magician, the, the absolute magician. Here, I'll pull pull a rabbit out of a hat here, um, and uh, and say that Baltimore. We do have Baltimore covering one point here at fifty two percent. So that being said, and with. Uh, Tennessee, um, you know, seven and two straight up. They're playing. They're playing well. Um, playing probably not as good as they they can be. Their defensive is kind of you know shit out in the last couple of weeks. But I think they pull it together here. Um, it's a tough. It's going to be a tough game. Um, and and Bovada is giving the Titans five points now, and, and I like it to Tennessee. I think that they they play a scrappy game here. Um, you know, you know, re regain their um, their uh, swagger, their dominance, their swagger, um, and and they uh, they take it to Baltimore. Maybe not win, but I think that five points is pretty generous for Tennessee. So I like that pick. Um, the model has the total at fifty and a half at forty eight percent confidence. Um, don't love that, but since I think it's going to be a dogfight, um, I might, I might take the under there. Uh, the under right now is at 49 and a half. So it actually went up. So some people are taking the, uh, taking the over on this one. It opened up at 48 and a half. Um, but I, I like the under here at, at 40, 49 and a half, even better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I really do also like Tennessee, um, plus five, I did see, and I wrote down plus six, but obviously, um, people are kind of jumping on Tennessee. So we might want to lock this one up early in, you know, obviously favoring the underdog. So this is a matchup from last year's AFC playoffs and Tennessee just steamrolled, you know, over Baltimore and kind of knocked them out of, of that playoff contention. So, um, I, I'm with you, Eric. I'm, I'm really liking the under both teams are coming. Um, to kind of both bounce back losses um, and not great losses either. So, you know, obviously. Is any loss great? That's true. I mean, you can, you can have a good loss. Weight loss. 
weight loss is a good loss. Um, but I, I don't know. I think Baltimore got embarrassed by New England. Um, they just got outcoached. I know it was basically a tsunami um, in, in New England as well. But I, I really do you know, think that this is a huge game for the AFC playoffs. And it's basically who has kind of the more cojones when it comes to overall coaching. Um, both teams have decent defenses. I think Baltimore has the edge there. Uh, both have, you know, not stellar offenses, even though Lamar Jackson, um, he's a highlight reel, but he really hasn't been producing in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, and obviously Derrick Henry could run all over Baltimore. We saw that New England did um, on, I think, what was that, Monday night or Sunday night? Yeah, not sure. But I think we're going to see the December uh, Derrick Henry unleashed a little early this year. Oh, dude, the absolute stud locomotive. Um, and it, I, I really don't see Tennessee not being able to cover at least five points. So I'm going Tennessee, um, you know, plus five. They're my underdog of the week. Um, and I'm also really favoring the, the under as well. Great. And also uh, the last five games against the, or with these two opponents have, has uh, hit the under. So that's also a lot of, a lot of defense is going to be played. Um, and I think too, it's going to be pretty run heavy, obviously with Baltimore's offense and Lamar. I don't know if, you know, they're given the, giving him the keys to the castle about just slinging the ball, running and doing what he, you know, has done MVP version, you know, last year, but it's just, yeah, I, I really don't see, you know, I, I, or I really do see Tennessee covering five points. Great. So awesome. All right. I think we're, we're covered on that game. Next game um, that we have here is Houston at home and they are hosting new England. So um, I looked at the spread here and it is new England minus two and the total amount of points at 49 total. So Eric, you know, what are your thoughts and, and kind of projections on, on this game? Um, so the total has gone under in four of Houston's last five games at home. Um, and uh, New England has actually owned this matchup here as of late. They're eight and one straight up in the last nine games against Houston. Um, that being said, the model does have New England covering three and a half points with uh, above 50% confidence. It's actually 54. Um, and then the, uh, the over under at 51 and a half at only a 46% confidence of going over that. Um, so with that, being said, uh, with the confidence of New England covering minus three and a half, um, them being eight and one straight up in the last nine games, that is with Tom Brady, but still, I mean, coaches do play a big part of it. I think uh, New England gets back on track here. I mean, they're still in the running. They're four and five. I mean, they're not. Don't count the. Don't count them out. Houston's kind of tanking. I wouldn't say um, you know, you know, their choice. Purpose. It's not their choice. Um, but, uh, you know, not a great football team. I think New England uh, takes it to them. So I, I like New England minus two. And then uh, with that under um, for Houston's four last five games um, at home in Houston, uh, I like I like that under. And I think that is at 49. So I like New England minus two and uh, the under at 49. 
Uh, I'm piggybacking off you, man. Um, I agree as well. I think New England just out coaches um, and kind of just game manages more than Houston. Um, and and honestly, I wrote even down that you know both are they're kind of the same team with a good quarterback, you know, running and somewhat passing. I know Houston and Watson is probably just a little bit more talented than Cam, um, but he looked decent last game. New England's run offense looked pretty damn good. So their defenses are both not great. But, again, I think New England is actually playing for a lot more than Houston, and this will show during this game. And that's just my personal opinion. So I'm taking New England minus two and also the under um, in in this as well. Yep, great points. Um, All right, man. Next one we got is Denver at home against Miami and honestly choo choo I am all in on the Tua train I am putting all my fucking chips um, on this guy's left-handed shoulder and slinging the rock mile high Um, right now we have Miami favored at three and a half um, with a total at 45 points yeah, so, yeah. Miami is five and zero again at the spread in the last five games against Denver, um, and Miami is five and zero against the spread in the last five games. So they are rolling red hot. And you know what train I'm on? I am on Miami's defensive train. Defense. Dude, their defense they, their is winning teams. them is winning them games and special teams. Yes, their defense is special teams. Um, they're really playing for Flores, um, the the head coach there. And honestly, it's I I really do think that Miami just throttles down and possibly wins by two touchdowns. Um, a little side note here is Drew Locke, the quarterback for Denver. You know he had some bruising ribs. He was uncertain if he's going to play. Um, I also saw that Noah Fant, the tight end, and Jerry Judy are both questionable. Again, I know it's still early in the week. Um, we do have until Sunday to see if they are healthy enough to play. Uh, but again, I am going all in on this Miami team. I, I think that their you know their defensive powerhouse and special teams will will definitely overcome Denver's like basically stale and non-existent offense. Agreed. So getting into the model, we have Miami covering eight points at a high 63%. That is uh, tied for the highest of the week. Um, so, I mean, that that's just that just is writing on the wall there. That's perfect for you. Um, and Bovada only has it at, what, minus three and a half, I believe. Yeah, um, three and a half. And then uh, at 49 over under at 63% again. Um so I initially, uh, when I saw the over-under at 45, um, that's where it's still at, 45. That's what Bovada has. Um, I, I wanted to take the over, but then I was thinking, you know, with Miami's defense playing so hot, do you think Denver, it's even, you know, I mean, is it even close? Do they even put up any points against Miami? You know Miami's going to well, well, right, and I, I do see this being a pretty – low scoring affair, you know, Denver and, you know, their running game with Melvin Gordon underproducing Philip Lindsay underproducing Jerry Judy and Noah Fant being questionable. Drew Locke Drew didn't Locke. have any ribs. Well, right. Exactly. They're all fucking shattered. Him and Drew Brees are basically just chilling with each other, you know, this week as well. But it's just, 
I, yeah, I don't, I don't really see that. I do have myself of taking the over, uh, but yeah, she kind of talked it out of existence. But, but, here's, I, but here's my next thing. And oh, so this is kind of, I wouldn't say off topic, but um, if we take the under here, that is one, two, three, four, five, our sixth under. We have not taken an over, we have not liked an over yet. Um, where I think, and I don't have the stats right in front of me, but I think the over unders, I think it was like 55 or 56% of the games have gone over this year. So still kind of favoring the overs. Um, so just kind of interesting how we play that. However, with that being said, I do think it might be actually a smart strategy for us just to go pick all unders because when we pick, you know, half and half, half over, half under, and get a nice uh, spread there, um, we usually end up the, – our unders end up going over and our overs end up being unders. <laughs> and we end up right. losing more. So it might actually right. be smart to, <laughs> to just hammer on the unders here. Right. And um, I, I really – now I'm confused. Now you, you broke Taylor's brain. Yeah. Like I – I Zach Galifianakis to you. So I'm just sitting over here with my numbers. Exactly. Exactly. You were doing it to try to figure out like a math equation. I'm just doing it to figure out my own fucking brain. (laughs) Good luck. Um, Yeah. I I just – 45 points in the NFL, it seems like so little. I agree. You know what I – like it's just – that's, you know, asking for a a 23-24 game. Like I can see – Maybe Denver scoring a garbage time touchdown to to push the over. Um, and again, if Miami scores twenty eight, you know that you're you're looking at you wanted what? I, I'm really bad at math. That's what thirteen points mm-hmm. that Denver would have to score. I mm. okay. How about this? Um, four of the last six of Denver's games have hit the over. I'm going over. Okay. You, if if if. Drew Lock plays. If Drew Lock plays, I'm going the over. Oh. He is like fourth quarter stud, and he'll put up like ten to fourteen points in the last four minutes. And you're like, how the hell does this guy get the ball did he, back? Did and he score? Did he go? Uh, did he go out of the game last game? I I don't know. Did he finish actually. the game or not? I don't know because what they only scored know. twelve points last week. I would assume that he went out. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, if Drew Locke plays, I'm going to take the over 45 on that one. Okay. But I think both of us, and this is my lock of the week, um, is Choo Choo on the Chua train. And um, this is going to be, you know, I think an, an easy win for Miami. Yep. To, Denver's, to going win to that, my, Denver's going to get that Miami D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. That Dolphin D coming at you. The Dolphin D, even better. <laughs> dolphin D. Awesome. All right, man. I think we got that game all in wraps. And um, we'll, we'll go on to the next one, which is the Chargers hosting New York Jets. Puke. Goddamn Jets. The goddamn Jets. The goddamn Jets. Not get it together. Is, um, again, it's an East Coast team traveling literally to like the furthest point in Los Angeles. Um, on the West Coast, and I don't know if Sam Darnold is playing. If Joe Flacco is playing, lock in. Best of luck, Jets. 
Bats of luck. Jets. He almost beat the Patriots. <laughs> that is true. You're not you're not wrong, but somehow the Jets made another Jets move and found a way to lose. So again, I wrote down both of these teams will lose this game. They will both find a way. Is there any way to pick that? Can we tie? <laughs> tie? Ooh. I think you can I think you can prop bet a tie. Interesting. Ties at zeros. Just no scoring. Just complete zeros. Goose like, eggs. Who's gonna win the end of the game conversation of what no you win? No, you yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have you like um, walk into the end zone and somehow like some guy will will trip, fall, and fumble, and then they'll just kick the ball for all you know ten fucking minutes of of a quarter trying to pick it up. You ever see that South Park episode where uh, they're playing baseball and they don't want to play anymore in the summer because they just want to play video games? So they Mm-mm. they they end up just sucking and still winning games somehow. It's it's a pretty funny episode. That is funny. I'm not a big South Park guy. Mm. I was more of the Simpsons. Mm. Um, but right now, the Chargers are favored by nine and a half with a total at 46 and a half. Um, also, I do want to throw this nugget in there. Justin Herbert got a haircut, and he literally looks like he's 12 years old. So <laughs> I saw too- on Twitter, it was uh, he was uh, – somebody put his face on Sid – the bad kid on Toy Story. Oh, <laughs> that dude, that is the funniest funny. thing ever. <laughs> oh my god! So he looks like he's ten. I loved the the L.A. flow, and I don't know why he shaved it. Maybe like COVID. I don't really know. Um, but I again, nine and a half points is a ridiculous amount for a two and seven team facing an zero and nine team. I know it's the Jets, um, but still. So, I guess, Eric, you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, this Charger-Jets game? All right. Here's one for you. So, the model has uh, Los Angeles to cover five and a half points at a pretty good uh, confidence, 59%. um, And the over-under on this game at 47 and a half at 55%. Now, that being said, the total has gone under in four of the last – five games for the uh, the New York Jets, and the total has gone under an eight of the Chargers' last 11 games. So I do like the under here at, I think, 46. I, I like the under. And because it's an under and the Jets are getting nine and a half points, Jets cover. Oh God! Jets, 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 and Joe Flacco nine and a half to cover, and I'm taking the under at forty six. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the under on this game, but I am staying away. I again, Herbert. Jets, Jets, Jets. Where's that fireman who sits front row? The firefighter. I don't even know his freaking name. With he just wears the the fire hat and. The, the Jets face paint. We need him. I want to watch a game with him. I drink a beer with him. And guy. I just want to I want to I want to know what goes on in his brain. Probably or, I mean not much. If he has one. It's probably just a monkey with clapping the, the fucking symbols, that wind up toy. <laughs> That's basically his brain. And it just says Jets, 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 Jets. <laughs> every time it fucking clinks together. <laughs> the guy's got um I'm 
goddamn Jets. I'm staying away from this game except for the under. I'm going to take the under. So no spread for Taylor. And you're taking the Jets. The goddamn Jets. They burned me uh, a couple times here this year where they're getting, what, 20 points against the Kansas City Chiefs and like 14 points against someone else and they just can't get it together. They find a way to lose by a buttload of points and it's yeah. pretty embarrassing but but you're going for go it. Jack. It, it, has <laughs> it has you just talk it into existence because it has to happen so um i'm just taking the under eric you're taking jets plus nine and a half and the under as well next game we got um and again this is my homer game I'm going to be locked in um, watching this game from a deer stand here up in uh, good old Wisconsin, but it is Indiana, uh, Indiana, Jesus, Indianapolis Colts at You home got that, you got that versus, NBA draft on your mind. I really do. Hey, how about that kid from Oshkosh, Tyrese Halliburton? Hey, there go, you go. Go Tyrese. He's in the big time. Um, oh, agreed. Indianapolis Colts at home versus Green Bay and – Right now, Indy is one-and-a-half-point favorites with the total at 51-and-a-half. And, Eric, tell me why I should not basically dump all of my money, all of my mortgage, my loans, take out another loan, and then use that loan to take out another loan on Green Bay's money line. All right. So the total has gone over in five of Green Bay's last five games against Indianapolis um, and Green Bay is 13 and three straight up in the last 16 games. They are rolling hot. Um, they had a little patty cake game last week. Do not let that fool you. Um, the model has Green Bay at a pick them at 57, 57%. Um, you do like that. They're getting points, but I do, I do like Green Bay money line. That's what I'm sticking with. Green Bay is going to win this game. Um, I don't know if it's going to be convincingly, but they are going to find a way to beat the P River and uh, and the Colts. So, I and then uh, the what's that? No, no, the the uh, over under on the model is fifty two and a half. Um, I I don't at thirty eight percent confidence. I don't love the over under here. That Bavada has it at fifty one. Um, I don't know if this is going to be you know, a, a slower game or a shootout, um, kind of tough to call. So I don't, I don't, with that low confidence, um, actually the second, well, third lowest of the week, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like the over under. So you can convince me on that, but I'm hammering the Green Bay money line. Um, they're going to win this game. I don't know. I don't know if there's any much else to say. Al, Al, uh, uh, Lazard's okay. back. There, you know, was and Jair Alexander, I believe, is coming back as well. So this is what I have on this game: is I'm hammering Green Bay's money line, and I again, you know, a point and a half, a point. Who gives a shit? Hit the money line. So this is a high-powered offense versus a very good defense. And Indian, you know, we saw Indianapolis play Tennessee and win. You know, they again, Derrick Henry, awesome stud. But I don't think they've played an opponent like Green Bay's offense. However, Green Bay's defense is not great. So we can't really stop the run. But Jonathan Taylor got hurt last game, and he was out. 
I know Naheem Hines, he's been kind of rolling. So this is my takeaway and why I want to hammer money line for Green Bay. Is basically it's Green Bay's defense versus Indiana or Indianapolis's offense. So I personally think getting these guys um, with Jair Alexander back, um, hopefully Preston Smith somewhat comes out of the shadows of hell and shows up for a game. Um, Zadarius Smith hopefully you know just causes complete havoc for Philip Rivers. I honestly think Green Bay's defense to win this game has to trump and not that Trump, uh, the Colts' offense. And I think they do that, and that's why I'm hammering it. I don't like the over-under either, um, but I am leaning more towards the under uh, in in this game. And this is based off of just the confidence percentage that we have generated from our model. Make Green Bay's offense great again. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Really, I mean, you could put that on a hat – um, on a on a yellow and green hat, green and gold, and and sell it like, um, you know, no one's business. So, I again, I'm hammering. I know I'm very biased, and you should probably know that by now. But I'm going all in on Green Bay's money line, and if they do lose, it's going to be a sad day and the Taylor household. <laughs> That's for Taylor's sure. Homer pick of the week. <laughs> that obviously, I mean. Next week, you, you goddamn know that I'm going to take Green Bay over the uh, the Chicago Bears. Um, all right, Eric, any more on this game? Again, I really do like this game as well. I think Green Bay is playing for that one seed. Um, Indianapolis is playing, um, I think, for the AFC South just outright, you know, kind of leading. Um, I know with them in Tennessee, but they kind of have to win as well. So just great, a great football matchup, and we're all just going to have fun. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. All right, man. Next one that we got, and this is our last one for um, the Sunday afternoon, is Minnesota at home versus Dallas. And um, I believe Minnesota right now is favored at six and a half with a total at 48. So Minnesota six and a half, a total at 48. And Eric, what are your thoughts and tidbits on this bad boy? Um, so this game, um, you know, it took me a little bit, but, um, pretty confident in it. Um, I do have Minnesota covering five and a half on the model with a 63% confidence that was tied for the, the, the most of the week. Um, and then, uh, the over under at 52, uh, with a 46% confidence. So, so not a great confidence on the over under, um, but, uh, Bovada does have it at, um, 47 and a half. So, you know, it, our projections do show it, you know, that it, there should be, um, like six more points or five more points scored in this game than, uh, than Vegas has given them. Um, so, uh, that being said, the total has gone, uh, under in four of Dallas's last five games. Um, also on the road, um, uh, in the last five games, Total and then in the last road games are four and five uh, have gone under. Um, Minnesota is five and zero at the spread in the last five games against Dallas, um, and the total has gone over in five of Minnesota's last five games at home. So never mind about the unders of Dallas. Screw Dallas. Um, <clears throat> so 
I'm I'm liking Minnesota to cover uh, six and a half. Six you said half. or seven? I have seven. So it must have went up to seven. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, it is at seven. It is at seven. Um, but I am buying. I'm buying a point. Okay, no, um, no. for Minnesota, and I have it at six and a half. So my my mistake. Okay, I you know what I do I don't yeah I don't love the seven points might tease it's that to a, six and a half I think that I that's a little safer it does that um, um just because like I, I they they either a want you to you know but it it is what it is right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's tough with the, the points, like the threes, the sevens, I mean, even like sixes, but you know, possibility for pushes. Um, so they do love that. And it's just harder to go through numbers like that. Um, so usually they, they hang around there, but yeah, you can always tease it. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. And I also think that, uh, Dallas is able to put up some points against Minnesota. They're not a great defense. Um, Dallas is desperate, so they're going to pull out all the stops like we've already seen in the last couple games um, without Dak. Um, so I do like the over at 47 okay. and a half. I'm going to take uh, Minnesota six and a half. I'm going to buy that point um, or half a point, sorry. And then, you know, obviously I'm gonna, I, I don't like the over or under. I know that I believe Dalton's coming back. Defense, which absolutely sucks. Um, versus a rolling Delvin Cook hot Minnesota team. Um, hey, Eric, I got a question for you. Do you do you remember Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott? Because I don't think Dallas does. Zeke. Who? You do you remember him? Who? Yeah. From yeah. high school? Oh my God! Why they're not giving Zeke the ball more? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you paid this man, let him fucking eat, but. Just I Dallas I I don't have any trust in this so that's why I'm taking uh, Minnesota six and a half so I decided to bring that up. But all right, man, love it. We got two more games to go over. Uh, the first one is the Sunday night game, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders versus Kansas City. Game, game of the week. Game of the week. So week. The game is on Sunday night. Uh, again, after a deer hunting weekend, after we get some good matchups at the noon slate, good at you know matchups in the afternoon slate, and now we get this bad boy. Um, and I circled this, wrote it down in bold letters: Revenge Game, Kansas City. Um, Vegas was the only team that beat Kansas City this season at Kansas City, but again, this game is flip flopped and it's at Vegas. Um, the line right now I have is Kansas City minus eight. Um, however, I do want to take into consideration that Vegas, I believe, has 11, had 11 or 12 guys on the COVID list that should get most of them back per Adam Schefter per three hours ago. So I do want to just emphasize that with a total at 56 and a half. So, Eric, what is your thoughts? My thoughts. Um, models got Kansas City covering five points with a 
uh, confidence. Um, that being said, uh, Las Vegas is four and one at the spread in the last in its last five games, and four and one straight up in their last five games. They're rolling. They knocked off Kansas City again. I'm not claiming that they're going to win this game. It's going to be tough. But uh, with that eight points, very attractive to me. I do like uh, Las Vegas plus eight here. However, um, the model has 55 total points scored with a confidence of 59. Um, Bovada has it, did you say 56 and a half? Yeah, so Las Vegas is going to cover that eight points, but I don't know how many points it's going to take to do it. Um, So I don't love the over-under on this one. I'm going to stay away from that. But I am taking the the points with Las I, Vegas. I was trying to talk myself into Kansas City revenge game that they're just gonna shit all over Vegas. But then I was kind of thinking that you know obviously eight points are a lot. Vegas already kind of had their number, um, and Mahomes didn't look the best during this game when Vegas came to Kansas City. Um, I am going to stay away from this just because of the 11 or 12 guys that are on the COVID list. If those guys, you know, don't play and there's some key offensive linemen and things like that, then I will, you know, kind of hammer um, Kansas City. But right now, I'm just going to stay away from both the total and um, the ultimate spread on this bad boy. But you're taking Raiders. Las Vegas. The Raiders. Las Vegas no Raiders. All right, man. Um, last one we got is our Monday night final game of the week. And I think this one is a doozy, especially for NFC seeding in the playoffs. So again, at the top of the show, I'm kind of bringing up that this is a playoff week, um, of teams actually, you know, wanting to try to get the best seed possible just because of the, you know, COVID scenario and the uncertainty of how many teams are going to be in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. But we have Tampa Bay at home versus the Los Angeles Rams. So right now the Rams, uh, or sorry, Tampa Bay is favored at four points and the total is 48 and a half. So Eric, I guess, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady, Tampa, Tampa Brady and the, in the Rams? Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good Monday night matchup. Um, it got Tampa Bay on the model covering one point at 51%, um, and uh, 50.5, 50 and a half uh, total points scored with only a 19% confidence, which is like I was gonna say, low that's probably model. the lowest percentage yeah. I've ever seen from a confidence of it, you know, going over, under, or even the spread. Yeah, so, so that being said, I do like the Rams to cover. Uh, the the four points and uh, the under here at 48 and a half. I am right there with you. Um, I think this is a Rams, you know, offense versus a Tampa Bay defense. The last time, you know, Tom Brady was on uh, Monday night, he basically didn't even know what down it was. I think that's the game or no, that was the, the New Orleans game where he threw like two picks and they just got absolutely throttled. Um, I just, I really do like the Rams defense. Um, they obviously had a, a showing out on Seattle's high powered offense. I don't think Tampa Bay's offense is nearly as good as Seattle's. 
Um, and I really do like the under, and I'm literally just going that based on the confidence percentage um, that we that we generated. So I am right there with you, dude. I think this is going to be an awesome Monday night game. Um, Perfect. That, about that does it wrap it up, dude. So, uh, again, we have some pretty good games, pretty good bets um, going on. So tail with us you know we are um, we're kind of riding the model uh, a little bit harder i think in you know at least this week you know we the first couple weeks that we aired you know week eight week nine is you know we we had some picks go against it but now man i think we'll dial it in and let's let's make some money yeah let's uh i'll, I'll run yeah, through yeah. my picks here real quick um so to to start us off on uh, on sunday uh, Cleveland, Philadelphia. I got Philly to cover three or to cover three and a half uh, with the under 47 and a half. Um, Atlanta at uh, the Saints, Atlanta to cover four and a half and possibly the under 52. Um, Cincinnati at Washington, um, Cincinnati money line. They're going to win that game. Um, Carolina hosting Detroit. I have Carolina money line. Um, watch for that. Uh, watch for that news on uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh, name your price. Ten and a half, covering that, um, and then under forty-six points. Uh, Tennessee at Baltimore. Tennessee plus five, and the under forty-eight and a half. Uh, Patriots at the Texans. Uh, New England to cover uh, minus two points. And the under 49 for the total. Uh, Miami at Denver. Uh, D train. The the Dolphin <laughs> D. Miami. Minus three and a half. Over 45. Um, the goddamn Jets at the Chargers. Um, Jets. <laughs> please, please, please. Plus nine. Um, and the under 46 and a half. Uh, Green Bay at Indianapolis. Green Bay money line. Um, Minnesota hosting Dallas, uh, Minnesota teasing it to minus six and a half. And then the over 48, uh, Las Vegas hosting Kansas city game of the week, Las Vegas to cover that eight points. That's a lot. Um, and then Monday night to wrap it up. Um, I have, uh, the Rams to cover four points, uh, plus four and then the under Absolutely. 48. And All right. Half. I'm going to sling through my picks here really quick. Um, again, most of them or not all of them are, you know, basically the, the same as yours, but I got Philly plus three and a half versus Cleveland and that under watch the weather. Um, I got Pittsburgh at minus 10 and a half and that under because Jacksonville's offense stinks. I have Tennessee um, plus five again, my underdog of the week and the under. Um, New England minus two. I think they're back on track uh, against Houston and that under as well. Miami choo choo to a train three and a half. Um, and that I have the over Green Bay money line, hammer it, put a mortgage on it. Green Bay, uh, or sorry, Minnesota. Um, I have them at six and a half. I'm buying that half a point. Uh, and they're playing Dallas. And then my last one is that Monday night plus four for the Rams and the under. Um, depending depending on the COVID and Kansas City 
Um, depending also if I go positive, I made that Sunday night. And if those COVID players are out, I'm hammering Kansas City. If not, I'm going with Vegas and Eric at plus eight as well. So, again, depending. So, all right, dude, I think that's about wraps it up, man. Um, I'm freaking excited. We got deer hunting here in the old upper state of uh, Wisconsin. And best of luck to all you hunters. Get that turdy pointer. And, again, we got some great games and, you know, obviously some some ideal playoff matchups. All right, dude. Perfect. Yep, best of luck to everyone hunting this weekend. Stay safe. Um, our, oh, by the way, our uh, our under pick is looking pretty good. Uh, Twenty points with uh, so far scored with a minute seventeen left. Arizona's got yeah, some work to do to cover though. So minute, or Arizona, I I have them at plus three and a half, <laughs> but hopefully the under obviously goes. Um, and and Arizona finds either a way to squeak out a close, low scoring affair. So everyone, stay safe. Um, tail our asses and let's make some money. So Eric, I, until next week, buddy, let's, uh, let's freaking have uh, a Sunday and Monday. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's get out of here.